Sono Marichelliana Mano Kaile Masi Zelama Kongle Barasi Alezi Mamala Ila Nakoni Mazazo Jesus Imamanikoli Kondinena Mamilela La Susana Mekaleza Zaru Koteza Silemeno Nagalie I cannot know you by myself. Holy Spirit, take over. I cannot go deeper by myself. Except you help me go. Konkiele mama sango, etele mama ruke zaze. Kuleme ni zazabaro na nami ne kate. Nanela Lazaza Cosina Mami Nemira Coyena Colamani Nazazo Emanto Take a man Take over Take over Take over Jesus Tonight, can you just lift your voice in one minute and ask him to take over? Can you ask him to take over? In one minute, just ask him to take over. 
Yes, that he will take over your life. He will take over the affairs of men. That he will take over. Can you go ahead? Mighty God. Can you ask him to take over? Can you ask him to take over? My God. Go ahead, ask him to take over. Ask him to take over. We cannot see him as he is unless he takes over. We cannot realize full potential unless we see him as he is. And for us to see him as he is, unless we t- he takes over, ask him to take over tonight. That he should spend your life. That your life will become the currency of God. That he should spend it. My God. We will not miss out on the move of God. Go ahead and ask him. I'll be teaching shortly. But I tell you, ask him to bless you. Ask him to take over. In the name of Jesus. Beloved, in in the next one minute, I want you to pray. Ask God to help your understanding. Hear me? I bring the word of God, but it is the Holy Spirit that begins to open it up to you. Hear me carefully. Without the assistance of the Holy Spirit, the word of God becomes just like any other thing. Ask him. Ask him to open up the word for you. Can you go ahead and ask him? Yes, I'm telling you. There are people who listen to the word of God for argument's sake. They just want to find flaws just to be able to make arguments. But if you open up your heart, the Holy Spirit will give you your own word. Can you ask him? Go ahead. My God. Go ahead. Ask him. Yes. Ask for the help of the Holy Spirit. Mighty God. My God, ask the Holy Spirit to help you tonight. That as the word of the Lord comes, it will be a word for you. That he will give you your own word. Yes. Mighty God.
mighty God. In the name of Jesus. Beloved, I want to welcome you to tonight's teaching. I believe that the Lord is helping us greatly. I believe that as the word of the Lord comes, it will come to change something in your life. In the name of Jesus. Tonight I'll be teaching on the topic or on the subject, binding and losing. Tonight I'm teaching on the subject, binding and losing. And over the past few weeks, we have been on a journey of kingdom. I've been teaching on the kingdom and I've been giving you the kingdom concepts. Today, I am giving you a kingdom principle called binding and losing. Hallelujah. Yeah, me. A lot of times we have, we have misplaced this principle. And I know, I know there have been abuses in the kingdom. I know there have been abuses here and there. But you see, when you have the right perspective, when you have the right understanding, you will achieve much. Am I communicating? Yes. With the right mind, with the right mindset, you will achieve much. I want you to turn your Bible to Matthew chapter 16. Verse 19. Let's read verse 18. So Matthew chapter 16, verse 18 and 19. I, I hope you are writing something down. Because this is going to be a teaching that will bless your life. Hallelujah. Because when I discovered it, it blessed my own life. So I know that as I begin to teach this, it will bless your own life. The Bible said, And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Look at verse 19. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom, And I will give unto thee, Peter, the keys of the kingdom. And then he put a colon and said, And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So binding and losing is something that Jesus himself introduced into the conversation. And he said, Peter, upon this revelation that you have, that I am the Christus, that I am the begotten of the Father, that I came from the Father, that the Father sent me, that I am not just like a mere mortal, but I came from the Father and go to the Father and know that I am the Son of God. Upon this revelation, Peter, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. But Peter, there is another thing. I will give you, Peter, the keys of the kingdom. I will give you the keys of the kingdom. 
of heaven and whatsoever so on the account of being given the keys whatsoever peter will bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatsoever peter will lose on the earth will be loosed in the heaven so binding and losing it simply means applying the keys of the kingdom i want you to write that down so binding and losing as described in scripture is operating the keys of the kingdom of heaven mighty god so the first thing i want you to know about binding and losing is that it is actually the operation of the keys that was handed to the church so anytime you bind anything on the earth it is as if you are giving heaven permission to bind that thing in the heavens yes so whatsoever you will bind on earth whatsoever you will bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven so binding and losing simply means earth's permission for heaven's activation earth's permission for heaven's activation the earth has to give permission for heaven to activate yes so that becomes binding and losing the second thing is that it is the exercise of a believer's authority exercise then means to put something to use to exercise means to put something to use and binding and losing is an exercise of the believer's authority what is the believer's authority luke 10:19 god punished the devil look at it luke 10:19 <laughs> Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. This is the believer's authority. So we have the authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all, not some all the power of the enemy and it shall by no means hurt us this simply means that there the devil cause him to throw his best shot it will not come near you why your authority is that you can tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy everything the enemy presents you can tread upon it it shall by no means hurt you so that becomes the believer's authority. So when you exercise that believer's authority, you are practicing or you are binding and losing. That is, you are engaging the keys of the kingdom. Yes. The second thing is it is the no the third thing, sorry, about binding and losing is it is the issue of commands and decrees to establish our desires it is the issue of commands and decrees to establish our desires hear me you might have one desire or the other there is something you might want to see and it has not manifested 
Yours is to come on the scene and begin to issue a command. Issue a command. <laughs> Job 22, 28. Look at it. Yes. Yes. You see, when you issue a command, when you release a decree, oh my God. It stands to reason. My God. Look at it. Job 22, 28. Thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. What is he saying? He's saying that when you appear on the scene, you will decree a thing. You will issue one command, and it will be established unto you. Why? Because you have the believer's authority to be able to bind and to lose. So when you appear on the scene, you can issue a command, and according to uh, Job 22, 28, when that decree is issued, it will be established unto you, and then light will shine on your path. That is binding and losing. So, bind and lose. It's not the, it's not the break and lose, break and lose that we do. No. Binding and losing is actually understanding the believer's authority, is being able to walk in that dimension of understanding that there is so much power that Christ handed over to you through his sacrifice that he, oh my God, my God, my God, he caused you to enter a level of power that when you begin to issue the command, when you begin to speak against a situation, it has no choice than to obey. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy and it shall by no means hurt you. Number four, binding and losing. It is also engaging the word of God to win a battle. Binding and losing. It's engaging the word of God to win a battle. Binding and losing. It is engaging the word of God to win a battle. Hear me? You will be surprised. If you enter a place of worship, you will be surprised. If, if we pick randomly somebody, anybody from the congregation, and we begin to, to, to have a chat, a discussion with them, and ask them, how do you use the word of God to win a battle? You will be surprised how many Christians don't know it. Binding and losing. It is engaging God's word. Hear me? So in this particular instance, if you don't know the word of God, oh my God, you are doing yourself a disservice. Why? The word of God must richly dwell in you. The word of God. You see, when you are in trouble, what is in your head will run away and leave you. That is why a lot of people, they have all manner of degrees. They have all manner of educational qualifications. But in a, in a matter of spirituality, in a spiritual matter, they are left fumbling. Why? When you come into contact with anything spiritual, your intellect will leave you. My God, whatever you know in your head will leave you. That is why a lot of people who don't believe in God, they are badly afflicted. Yes. I'm telling you, a lot of people who have become academics and trying everything to prove there is no God and all that kind of thing. My God, they, my, ah, the smallest entity that is thrown at them from the spirit world. Ah, my God, they are found wanting. Why? What is in your head will leave you. You know what will stand? What is in your heart? 
what is in your heart. That is what will stand. So when the word of God dwells in your heart, dwells richly in you, it becomes the bullets that you fire, that you respond to situations with. Oh my God, when the word of God is in you, you hear me? These are not gimmicks. It is not cunningly devised fables. These are spiritual realities. These are the realities of life. You can see a professor gone to school, everything. And when there is a spiritual affliction, everything he learned in school will just leave him. Because I have seen professors being carried to strange places for, 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 for prayer. I've seen it. Strange places for all manner of things. Why? Everything they learned in school, when that spiritual affliction came, he left them. So it is not the acquisition of much. No, no, no. It is knowing who you are in Christ. It is understanding who you are in Christ. It is flowing with the Holy Spirit. That is how you can exert the believer's authority. That is how you can bind and you can loose. Bind and loose. It is engaging the word of God to win a battle. Jeremiah 23, 29. It's my word, not like fire. Jeremiah 23, 29. (laughs) God punished the devil. It's not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. This is the word of God. Bind and loose is engaging the word of God to win a battle. The word of God is like a fire. The word of God is like a hammer. It can break the rock into pieces. Tonight, I speak over you. Whatever has become a rock of challenge in your life, may the word of God break it asunder right now. In the name of Jesus. Hear me? Let, Let us look at some definitions. What does it mean to bind? Number one, to stop something from functioning. The first thing about to bind means to stop something from functioning. Number two, to bind, it means to stop something from operating. My God. Number three, to bind means to bring to an end. Yes. Number four, to bind means to silence. (laughs) My God, after tonight, some of you will stand like warriors. You will begin to bind and lose with understanding. He said, Peter, I give unto you the keys of the kingdom that whatsoever you will bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatsoever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven, Peter. The fifth one, to bind means to arrest. So when you get on the scene and you are binding and you are losing, to bind means to stop something from functioning, to stop something from operating, to, to bring an end to an issue, to silence something, to arrest something. That is to bind. Now to lose. <laughs> to lose means to discharge, to be free, to release, to bring out of detention, to bring out of arrest. That is what it means to lose. So the first thing, to lose means to discharge. The second thing is, to lose means to be freed. The third thing, to lose means to be released. Number four, to lose means to bring out of detention. 
And the fifth one, to lose means to bring out of an arrest. Hear me? So you ask yourself, what is this man of God talking about? What is this pastor talking about? I am just telling you about the believer's authority. That is what forms the basis for binding and losing. You must understand the believer's authority. Hear me, my God. Maybe you are going through something. I don't know what exactly it is you are going through. But if you can stand, if you can stand your ground and say enough is enough and begin to legislate the counsel of God on the matter. Hear me? The way you are watching the situation unfold, the way you are just quiet watching the situation, I'm telling you, your silence means consent in the spirit. Don't be quiet. It is time to stand like a warrior. It's like it's time to stand like a lion and begin to roar. Begin to speak the word of God into the situation. Begin to speak for he says, it's my word, not like fire. It's my word, not like hammer. That breaks into pieces the rock. Oh, say the Lord. Tonight, somebody is being empowered to take the word of God. That is like a hammer. And, and, and face any challenge in your life. Tonight, somebody is about to take the word of God, which is like a fire. And begin to burn every chaff around you. My God. So what things can be bound according to scripture? What things can I bind according to scripture? The first thing you can bind is fear. You can bind fear. You see, I always tell you that fear is the mother of all spirits. I'm telling you, fear is one of the chief spirits that the enemy uses against the children of God. So the first thing he will attack you with is fear. When you succumb to that fear, that is why Job said, that's which I feared the most has come upon me. When you succumb to that fear, then the fear will open the door for other wrong, deadly spirits to come and buffet you. But whenever you sense that fear come into your heart, whenever you sense that fear wrap around your mind, all you have to do is to stand in the name of Jesus and say, I bind you, you spirit of fear. You have no place in my life. Be bound now. He said, whatsoever you bind on it shall be bound in heaven. So when you bind that spirit of fear out of your life, it will be bound in heaven. Why? God will honor his word. So whatever you do, whatever you bind here will be bound in heaven. So you stand in the name of Jesus and begin to bind the spirit of fear. You can bind it out of your life. The second thing you can bind is evil news. Whose report will you believe? My God. Bind evil news. There is news that you don't like. Stand up. Say, In the name of Jesus, I bind this news right now. Hear me. My God. (laughs) Hear me. You can bind evil news. The third thing you can bind is you can bind sickness. Whatever looks like sickness in your life. Tonight I join my faith with yours. In the name of Jesus, we bind it right now. Yes, you can bind sickness. The fourth thing you can bind is you can bind disease and affliction. Yes, you can bind disease and affliction. Yes, the the fifth thing you can bind is you can bind a pandemic. Yes, Things that look like the norm, you can bind it. Seek an exemption. You can stand like in the name of Jesus. Hear me? There is a plague going around. You say in the name of Jesus, my family is covered. Therefore, now in the name of Jesus, I bind the plague. It will not come near my dwelling. Hear me? 
you have to speak as a child of God. He said he has given you power to tread over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and it shall by no means hurt you. You have to dare the devil. Oh my God. You have to stand and dare the devil. You have to The next thing you can find is poverty. Ah, when I say this, people laugh. But I tell you, poverty is a dangerous weapon the enemy is using. My God, poverty will cause you to compromise. Poverty, it will cause you to compromise. Yes, yes. So it must be bound out of your life. Poverty must be bound out. The next thing you can bind is wickedness. Yes, there are wicked men across our lives. There are wicked women, my God, that we come into contact with. What you can do is you can bind wickedness. That wickedness will not exert any judgment in your life. That wickedness will have no place in your life. You can stand and bind wickedness. The next thing you can bind is failure. You can bind failure. Yes. I am a child of God. Failure cannot be found in me. I am a child of God. I will not fail. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I bind failure. I bind failure. There you are praying. You can bind failure. Yes. See, I am communicating that which is spiritual. That which is real. You can bind failure. The next thing you can bind, hear me, if you haven't shared the link already, invite your family, your friends. We are still, we are still, we are still teaching. The next thing you can, you can bind is embarrassment. I, I, hear me, I have known people quarter to, quarter to breakthrough. Some strange, embarrassing situation must just happen. From nowhere, something strange must happen. And they lose the breakthrough. Hear me? You can bind embarrassment. The next thing you can bind (laughs) is you can bind shame. Yes. That shame will not be found in your life. You can stand and bind shame. It doesn't matter who said what. It doesn't matter who, who, who has orchestrated what. When you stand in the name of Jesus, you can bind shame. The next thing you can bind is you can bind disgrace. Yes. Yes. All manner of things happening just to bring you into shame and disgrace. No way. You can stand and begin to bind it because it is your heritage. Ay, 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 ay. The last thing you can bind, mighty God, is you can bind death. You can bind death. You can say in the name of Jesus, every spirit of death assigned against me, I bind you now. Assigned against my family, I bind you now. You can bind death. Yes. And then you ask, what other things can I lose? I am showing you practicality, the practicals of the things you can bind and the things you can lose. You, I mean, you can lose peace. You can lose your peace. My God, my God, hear me. You can lose peace upon your life. You can stand up and say, any agenda to take away my peace, any agenda to destroy my peace, right now, I lose my peace. Wherever my peace is caged, I lose it right now in the name of Jesus. 
you can stand and lose your peace. The next thing is good health. You can lose good health for your life. You can lose good health. The next thing you can lose is your healing. You see, I told you that losing simply means to discharge, to free, to release, to bring out of detention, to bring out of an arrest. Therefore, you can release healing. You can lose your healing. You can release your healing. You know what I mean? So the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. But that healing is for who? It's for you and I. He said, by his stripes we are healed. So the healing is not meant for Jesus in heaven. The healing is meant for we on earth. So you can stand up and release your healing. The next thing you can release is progress. You can release progress into your own life. Yeah, I mean, I'm just teaching shortly, but I tell you, you can release progress. Your, your life, you have stagnated for too long. Yeah, I mean, the first step to curing yourself is identifying the problem. If there is a problem and you don't identify it, how then do you cure it? So if you have stagnated for a long time and you have not discovered it, that no, I have stagnated for too long. It is time for me to move. How will you cure it? You cannot cure it except by the assistance of the Holy Ghost. Hear me? So you must diagnose and see and say, ah, I have stagnated. Lord, in the name of Jesus, right now, I release my progress. I release my progress in the name of Jesus. The same way in Deuteronomy 2, when Moses and the Israelites had gone around the same mountain for a long time, God came and said, Moses, it is time to move northward. The same way I speak to somebody who has gone around in circles, around the same matter, gone round round in life and is still at the same spot i speak to you in the name of jesus begin to move northward begin to move now in the name of jesus i release progress upon your life i release progress now i cancel every spirit of termination i cancel every spirit of stagnation i cancel right now every stagnation around your life move forward now move forward now in the name of jesus so you can release your progress. The next thing you can release is you can release life. The same way you can bind death, you can release life. I, I remember one man from the Bible, King Hezekiah, the great prophet Isaiah came and said, you know what? Set your house in order. You are about to go. The man said, Isaiah, you are a great prophet. I will not fight with you, but I know how to legislate in my chamber. You go. Ah, and the Bible said he turned his face against the wall and began to pray. My God, he began to pray. There was the release of life and the word of the Lord. The prophet did not even leave the, 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 the king's palace. The word of the Lord came back to the king and uh, to, to the prophet Isaiah and said, go back to that king. That king knows something. That king has touched something in the spirit. That, oh my God, my God. That king has been able to legislate something. He understands binding and losing. He has been able to lose some life. Go back to him and tell him, I, the Lord, I said he's going to die. But now I say he will receive 15 more years. Hear me. It doesn't matter what the doctor said. If you will stand in the name of Jesus and begin to legislate, begin to release life, I tell you, you, my God, God is about to do something. You hear me? So you can release life. The next thing you can release is abundance. 
My time is almost up. You can release abundance. Yes. My God. That you begin to walk in abundance. You can release it. Oh Lord. Hear me. The cattle on a thousand hill is mine. The, the silver is mine. The gold is mine. If all these things belong to our Father, then we can release abundance. That's the next thing. You can release abundance. The next thing you can release is overflow. You can pray and release an overflow. That you will step into a dimension of overflow. That lack and want will be terminated. That you will walk in great anointings. That you will walk as one ordained by God and sent to a generation. That you begin to walk in overflow. The next thing you can release is you can release grace. He said, therefore, let us come boldly to the throne of grace and of mercy that we might obtain mercy and grace. Yes. Hear me. You can release grace. There are things that is not humanly possible, but by the grace of God, you will achieve them. It takes the grace of God to be who you are. That's why Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. It only takes the grace of God. It takes the grace of God. Have you not seen people? They don't have a, just a bit of the educational qualification you have. But look at them. The grace of God. You can release it into your life. The, the, the error is that most of the times we try to do it on our own. Most of the times we are too pompous to ask God for help. Most of the times we are too, I mean, we rely so much on our certificate and everything, that we forget that there is something called grace. Grace of God. It can turn anybody's story around. In one minute, just begin to blast in the Holy Ghost and ask Him, ask the Lord to grant grace. My God. Ask Him, ask Him to help you. Ask Him to release grace. That grace will be released. That you would come into grace. Grace to accomplish much. Grace for ministry. Grace for career. Grace will be released in your direction. Can you ask him to release grace? In one minute, ask him to release grace. That you will release grace in your direction. Yes. Grace, 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 grace. will release grace in the name of Jesus hear me the next thing that can be loosed or released is favor is favor yes is favor look at Psalm 5 I want to show you that favor can be released Psalm 5 look at verse 12 Psalm 5 verse 12 for thou Lord will bless the righteous with favor will thou compass him as with a shield. You can pray to God and say, Lord, let there be the release of favor. Let there be the release of favor upon my life. My God, that's You can release favor. You can release favor. Hear me? These are not, <laughs> my God, these are not cunningly devised fables. These are realities. You can release favor. 
that God will put so much favor on your life that wherever you enter, men will favor you, women will favor you, that you will be favored all around. Yes. The next thing that can be released is long life. Long life. Because long life is found in him. So when you read, I think Psalm 91 verse 16, it said, with long life will I satisfy his soul. With long life. It means I have the long life. This is God speaking. In Psalm 91 verse number 16, in Psalm 91 verse 16, it's God himself speaking. He said, with long life, I will satisfy his soul. It means that long life is in God. And that he can grant you long life. So you can release it. The next thing that can be released is blessings. Blessings can be released. Yes. Yes. Blessings can be released. You can release the blessings. Blessings that have been tied up for a long time. It can be released. Blessings that that have refused to come to you. It can be released. Am I communicating at all? Yes. Yes, it can be released. Ah, my God. Hear me. I want to show you one demonstration each of binding and loosing in the scripture. In Acts 16, 18, look at it. In Acts chapter 16, verse 18, I'm just showing you one scripture each of a situation of binding and losing where where children of god applied the keys of the kingdom of heaven acts chapter 16 verse 18 and this did she many days but paul being grieved turned and said to the spirit i command thee in the name of jesus come out of her and he came out the same hour This is a classical example of binding. I told you, you can bind. Paul, being grieved in the spirit, said to the spirit, come out of her. And the same hour, she came out. You can bind. You can legislate. You can legislate and command demonic entities to be bound to come out. Yes. Look at Act 9. Let me show you. Acts 9. God punished the devil. Look at verse 33. Look at it. And there he found a certain man named Aeneas, which had kept his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy. And Peter said unto him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise and make thy bed. And he arose immediately. This is a classical example of binding. Hear me? Peter was binding up those spirits that has caused the man to be lame for so long. That is binding. Yes. John 11, 44. I'm showing you losing. John chapter 11, verse 44. My time is almost up. John eleven forty four, And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and Jesus 
and, and, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Lose him and let him go. When Lazarus came forth from the dead, he was bound hand and foot. His face had a, a napkin. And Jesus said, Lose him and let him go. Lose him and let him go. Hear me? Whoever is under the sound of my voice, that is bound in any way, shape, or form, in the name of Jesus, I command your loosening right now. I command you to be loose right now in the name of Jesus. That is losing. You hear me? Tonight, we are just going to pray one prayer. That, oh Lord, empower me to use and apply the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Can you pray that prayer as we close? That God will empower you. That God will enable you to stand and use the keys of the kingdom. Yes. Ask him. <laughs> yes. That he will I I yeah yeah yeah. That he will empower you to use the keys. Apply the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Malabazuda Bagadoskes. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Father, tonight we are grateful for turning our stories around, for giving us insights into applying the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Let your name alone be praised in our midst. Tonight, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Father, those going through challenges, going through one issue or the other, cause your good face to shine upon them. Have mercy, Lord. Do a new thing. Grant testimonies. Grant breakthroughs. In the name of Jesus. New songs. Let it be sung in our midst. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yeah, my beloved, we have come to the end of yet another teaching session. My name still remains, Pastor Sam. I've been your host from... 1600 GMT up until now, and I believe that the Lord is helping us. God bless you for tuning in all those online. We don't take you for granted at all. Tomorrow at exactly 0500 GMT, we'll be back to pray. And it's going to be also make sure you are tuned in with your family, with your friends. And I know that the morning glory will be on fire. God bless you. God keep you. See you tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. From me and the team, I say shalom, peace. Bye-bye. I missed everything. I missed all. All I really want is to make Jesus proud. And that should be all we really want. To make him proud of our secret actions. When no one is there to be true in the inward. 
and also the outward. When no one can see you, remember that Jesus sees and he knows. See, I just want to make Jesus proud. I just want to make Jesus proud. You see, I will stop at nothing and I will lay down everything if it will make Jesus proud, including ministry. See, I just want to make Jesus proud. I just want to make Jesus proud. You see, I will stop at nothing, and I will lay down everything if it will make Jesus proud. Make him proud.
there's anyone here who does not know Jesus this is how you start by receiving him as your Lord and Savior and so if you want to make this memorable day that day you receive Jesus into your life please put up your hand Say this simple prayer. You don't have to come up. Say, Lord Jesus, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I give you my body. I surrender all to you. I believe that you died and you rose again and you are coming back again. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Be my King from today. In Jesus' name I pray. And if you've made that prayer, welcome into the beloved. Can we all sing that together again? Listen. Can we all sing that together again? In the face of pressure. In the face of trying to be like, in the face of trying to impress, all you really want is to make Jesus proud. We don't want to be done and he says, depart from me, I know you're not. So if everyone in this room will make this their prayer, and open their mouth, it's not by power by the way, it's not by might, it's by the spirit of the living God. And if this is what you want, that you will make him proud of your actions, lift both hands to him. Make him proud. This is my prayer. me will help you say I'll stop at nothing and I will give up anything if it will make you he will give you the grace one more time say make it right 